like invading an even made up species' natural habitat to quote unquote study it. So are the games of our lives. You just want something for the gram, don't you? These are the games of our lives. Super Mario and Pokemon and all the games that took us to another place and made us want to keep playing all night. These are the games of our lives. Welcome to the Games of Our Lives podcast, everybody. My name is Bill, accompanied as always, of course, by the wonderful, the fantastic, the beautiful, the handsome Tony. Huh? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's hap- I'm happy to be back in the studio recording a wonderful episode. We are finally caught up a little bit here, and today we are talking about Pokemon Snap from the past and the present. That's right, we're doing Pokemon Snap and new Pokemon Snap. The old two-for-one special, baby! <laughs> get your money's worth with this episode with, with episodes like this you really you really do getting back to basics but before we talk about pokemon snap you know we have to talk about the news kind of a light news week uh not a ton going on a lot of like rumors and leaks and kind of malarkey but nothing crazy uh from that angle that i really saw one thing that did drop this week was the animal crossing 2.0 update for Animal Crossing New Horizons actually dropped like two days early. It was supposed to drop on the 5th. It ended up dropping on the night of the 3rd of uh, November. With that update, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do. They added, you know, vegetables and cooking recipes and a whole bunch of different villagers. And today, the 5th, is the, uh, the DLC drop as well. So not only are people getting the 2.0, they're getting the DLC that comes out today. If you have not bought the DLC and you plan on doing it, you might as well get the NSO Plus because it's the same price as the upgrade to the NSO Plus. Uh, otherwise, we don't give a crap about the NSO Plus. <laughs> hey, NSO Plus, love vegetables. Do love vegetables. Um, oh, also, Nintendo did have an update come to the NSO Plus, as well as the Mario 3D All-Stars package to include compatibility with the Nintendo 64 Switch controller. That's cool, I think. What what are these uh, updates that the uh, Plus has? It just makes the N64 controller compatible with the games. Uh, so like you can play Mario 64 on the Mario All-Stars collection with the Nintendo 64 Switch controller, uh, or you can, uh, and you can use it with the N64 games, which is good because the button mapping on like the Pro controller is really weird hmm. with the C buttons. Hmm. Like they just had no clue how to map the C buttons. You know, there's a whole right stick <laughs> that exists, but <laughs> that would be that would be ridiculous. Dude, that doesn't really make any sense now. Now let me let me ask you this little curveball, little question of the week. Still Ooh. waiting for a second fan to bring back fan of the week, but question of the week <laughs> <laughs> is gonna be now. People make fun of me. I I told you I will not stop until you play me in 
Mario Party superstars. I'm going <laughs> to keep making fun of you. Well, then I have nothing left to say. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do a bunch of weird stuff that people will get on me for. I use water instead of milk in my cereal. Let that sit for what? a second. Let that sit for... Oh, you didn't even what? know that? Yeah, I get... I get... Literally like what? burnt... <laughs> I get burnt at the stake when I tell people that. Much like the way you just responded. Um, this podcast is cancelled! <laughs> what kind of take is... My man puts water in... You don't even use, like, almond milk? Sometimes, but... Before almond milk, it was just straight up water. And most of the time, it still is water, to tell you the truth. <laughs> well, I, I just, I, what's wrong with that, though? For, for all the naysayers I, that say it's disgusting, it's, what? It's just, it's milk just, is disgusting. That's uh, wrong. Um, <laughs> like, here's the thing. Is ice cream delicious? Yes. Now, imagine ice cream, but melted... And minus about 50% of the sweetness. Basically, that's milk. That's not milk. I... My, uh, I we're going to have to talk about this off off camera because... Uh, <laughs> off microphone. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm... I'm disturbed. I'm perturbed. And, like, I can't even imagine you eat... Like, maybe I could see you getting away with, like, a... Like Any a fruity cereal Any or like a them. like Cheerios, but Any like a chocolate like a chocolate cereal like Any Reese's Puffs and water. Any of them. That's like prison food. Any of them. They must be oh, man, pretty I'm... good in prison then. <laughs> Sorry for your loss. <laughs> All right, now now, so now, <laughs> now one small question has a has an entire cavalcade of hosts just digressing. Um, another thing I get made fun of for is the way I hold my N64 controller. Um, I felt like I couldn't say that oh? without first bringing up the water cereal thing because, I mean, same boat, maybe. I basically have one hand on the left side, the leftmost side of the N64 controller, and my left thumb on the thumbstick. And then my other hand is basically doing the symmetrical thing except i'm hitting the buttons like some people hold most so you're just flexing that you have big hands no i thought i've been playing like that since i was a little baby boy but like apparently everyone holds the middle of the controller with their left hand and then the right part with their right hand and i was like this is literally the milk and cereal equivalent of holding a controller (laughs) um holding the middle uh prong of the nintendo 64 controller with your left hand is like having cereal with milk it just makes sense holding the left prong with your hand unless you're playing wwf no mercy (laughs) makes lit there's like four games in the entire catalog that use the d-pad or the like the l button is an aesthetic choice it's not even a button i don't even think it works (laughs) like like name a game outside of pokemon uh stadium that uses the l button left trigger smash no it doesn't shield in smash 64 i don't know i don't play that i'm 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 spitballing what the hell all right so back to your your ghoulish way of holding a controller i forget i said anything about any of this i'm I'm, I'm wait so (laughs) wait so do you use your middle finger to hit the z button hold on let me no no i gotta 
Yes. I'm trying to understand the semantics of this situation here. All, all, all right, everyone at home, pause Pause this. Well, first, go, go get your N64 controller now. It's in my hand. Okay. It's in my hand right, here, right here, now. All right, here we, all right, perfect. All right, so. I mean, it does reach. Like, oh, man. It's so comfy. you can't use the pad of your thumb. You're using, like, the side of your thumb almost. I'm using the... I get it's it's like okay it's not directly uh, like opposite side of the nail it's a little bit tilted towards right my you're at body. like a forty five degree angle exactly exactly yeah a little bit like that but most of the time I get the the whole head of the thumb on there and then I got my pointer fingers on L and R I got my my other thumb I got my two all right let's go with the le- left hand first I got. I got both hands actually. I got the pinky finger and the the ring finger on the left and right, um, whatever you call them, <laughs> the the uh, handles. Um, I got my pointer fingers on the L and R. I have my left middle finger doing actually nothing, and I have my right middle finger on Z. I have my right. Th- Your right hand does Z. Yeah. <laughs> what? So you have your you have your pointer finger on your right hand doing R, your pointer your middle finger on your right hand doing Z. Yeah. Was it All right, I got to this is like an aside. Uh when the Nintendo Wii nunchuck came out, did you have like a really hard time coming to terms with it? Yes. I, I <laughs> because wouldn't, I wouldn't play because it. Because it's literally like a carbon copy of the middle prong of the nintendo 64 controller (laughs) like the shape is identical um and i'm just thinking like how has this man ever played a wii game i can't i can't play i haven't even got myself (laughs) to play i put in mario galaxy i'm like oh i heard a lot of good things about this this is like years and years ago and it was like please connect the nunchuck and i was like all right different game (laughs) can't wait for the wii u to come out (laughs) Oh man. Well, sorry I ruined the episode. <laughs> wow. Uh if you're if you're listening along and yet you, you have Twitter, uh let's go to Games of Our Pod and just you can put Tony on blast. It costs nothing. It's free 99. Just let us know what you're or maybe maybe you're like Tony and I'm the odd one out here. Let us know how you hold a Nintendo 64 controller. Uh although to be fair, Tony, I will say I can't judge you too hard. A lot of this is in jest because when I was a child, I've since grown out of it, but when I was a small child, I actually played the Super Nintendo with the controller upside down. You are a genius. I mean, it just makes sense, right? Did you, you really control do that? Like consistently? Wait, yeah, like I uh, I haven't played it recently. Although I have, you know, for a charity stream, there was a thing where I turned the controller upside down while I was playing Donkey Kong Country, and I ended up, I don't know if you're familiar with DKC2, the second to last level in the game is a a race in like a bramble area, and you're the parrot, and you have to race Screech, another parrot, <laughs> I and it's really hard, but I beat the race with the controller upside down, I felt like a god. That is, to me, that is pretty unbelievable. That is so impressive. <laughs> Um, but like generally, like I'd probably get smoked holding the controller upside down these days because left and right and up and down are pretty vital. (laughs) Um, 
we are all God's children, and we could all hold the controller however we want, eat our cereal however we want, as long as it's it true. doesn't, you know, hurt others. I think we're okay. As, as long as you're not putting your cereal in orange juice, you know what I'm saying? Oh, let's not open another can. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Tony's canceled. Uh, thank you all for having me. It's been a wonderful 12 and a half episodes. <laughs> I love you all. Games of our pod forever. Listen, can we let's let's change the subject. You know, we we've been dogging on Tony for long enough. Hey, Tony, how's a Pokemon Go treating you? How's we've had one episode of retirement. Um, Where are we on that? Let let me. Jordan came back after baseball, right? <laughs> <laughs> go on now, how did they get you back what did they what did niantic do to be like tony our sweet boy <laughs> you we need you <laughs> um okay well the truth of the matter is is this i'll be very uh straightforward um my girlfriend and i purchased tickets to go to safari zone in philadelphia um it was canceled um, because of COVID last year was supposed to be in 2020. Uh, I think it was October, 2020. Um, but mm-hmm. they, but they had an event. They still had the event, just not in Philadelphia. So you could, I mean, it was $30. So it's like for $30, I want to go to Philadelphia and see all the stuff that they set up and maybe get some cool oh, merch sure. and, and play, you know, actual like cool Pokemon. They're going to add these stops. It's going to be sick, but they had, you know, you could, get access to the event from wherever you are in the world and then fast forward a year they had a makeup event which in a quick wag of the finger because they're like yep we're holding the safari zones now it seems like COVID is coming to an end anyone that has a ticket um we will be sending emails to to confirm um if you're going to show up or not they never send emails mind you i never received an email about if i'm going to philadelphia or not oh so, my god so i didn't go we didn't go because right. if we show up and they're just like oh what what nothing's happening here we didn't say anything about that we would have been real tight so but i took the day off from work they had um uh the same event basically just a second time they re <laughs> i noticed my my math was off on my finances, and I checked my bank account, and they refunded me. I got a refund. Oh, yep. Everyone, oh. clip this. I got a refund from Niantic of $8. I don't know where <laughs> they came up with that number. Eight, $8 for, for a $30 my, event. Yes. <laughs> they gave me <laughs> eight of the dollars back. Now, question. When you sign up for the event, do they give you a bunch of, like, in-game items to use? Mm, they give you like a special research that it came with a shiny Voltorb and it does come with some items and then in the set in the makeup event you actually got the same exact research so it was like a ton of balls and uh yeah they they it's basically free I mean none of it's free but two shiny so maybe they're like we gave you $24 or $22 worth of of good stuff and the event's actually only $8 um it's pretty jank yeah i think they just wanted to keep a lot of money and uh (laughs) i don't (laughs) they're like well you did go to philadelphia to be fair i (laughs) would have you've been been to philadelphia in the last 12 months probably so deducted i went to too many games so that's true you went to too many that's it you went to too many games and that's 
Damn, dude, my location's always on. That's how they knew. You hate to see it. <sighs> well, anyway, wagging the finger for that. And uh, But a day or two before that, I said to myself, I, I certainly paid them $22. I will be damned if I don't partake in the event that I paid for. So a day or two before, I dabbled a little bit, you know, and as soon as I get out, they pull me back in. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Peasy. So, started battling. I was like, oh, if I'm playing, I might as well battle. But now I'm playing, like, differently. Now I'm not... Ooh. I'm not, like, confused when I battle. I'm not, like, getting mad. Because I don't care now. You know, it's like... You, I, I'm are you saying that you've got, like, you know, post-retirement clarity? I think that's exactly what I'm saying. And, and now I play, and it's fun. And if I win, good. If I lose, it really, really pisses me off. But, um... I don't, I don't see myself playing it. I'm definitely not playing as much, and I don't see myself playing it nearly as much, which is good. But, you know, on my, my breaks and stuff, I still battle a little bit, and I got other games to play, and I'm happy. I feel less controlled, and I am playing it. I think I found a better balance of it. But uh, Good. But, yeah, so we're at a, a good place with it. I'm happy to hear that. Thank you. Thank See, this news so item much. turned into a, a positive. Nothing about this episode has been positive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in other news, uh, Mario Party Superstars came out, and we can talk about that a little bit later. Ooh, I would love That's to. a positive. That's a good thing. Yeah. I would say, on balance, that is pluses. We'll see how the conversation goes. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Yeah, no, that'll be good, <laughs> I think. <laughs> But let's let's get into what everybody's been waiting for, and that is the magical franchise. All about it's basically the precursor to Instagram. This is Instagram <laughs> the game, as Tony so wisely alluded to in the intro. This is Pokemon Snap, a uh, Pokemon spin-off game that came out back in 1999 for the Nintendo 64, where you play as the just the the wonderful little chap. His name is Todd Snap, I'm pretty sure. And uh, in the anime, his name is Just Snap, I think, or Snaps, <laughs> which is just the worst. I hate that so much. It's pretty bad. It sounds like a little a cute name for like a cat or a little puppy. Snaps. Snaps. snaps? Like come, come here, Snaps. But oh, imagine but you play it. Oh, Ooh. yeah imagine, go ahead go ahead imagine if you say that and like they come around the corner and they're just wearing like a leather jacket and they have their their like first <laughs> slicked back and they're just like walking and snapping as they're walking, oh. like and there's like they have all these other dogs or cats with them and you're like what the, how, how where are you guys even from that'd be oh sick. man that'd be a cool trick to teach your dog if anyone could do that please tweet it to us what would the pokemon version of west side story be the sharpedos <laughs> and what, what the hell's the Pokemon equivalent of a jet? Like it was the sharks and the jets. Sharpedo is kind of a shark and a jet. <laughs> right. It, it'd be the Sharpedos and the Sharpedos. I think so. I think the so. Sharpedos and the Pidgeots. I could get on board with that. He I flies the, fast. The Mega right? Evolution has some jet-like qualities. Maybe just Togetic. I love me some Togetic. He kind of he's shaped plane-like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Pokemon Snap is a um, it's a <laughs> rail shooter 
you play from the first person <laughs> perspective. You're in a car that moves automatically, and while you're moving, a bunch of Pokemon are running around, and your goal is to take pictures. You can interact with them slightly by throwing uh, apples at them or pester balls at them. And you can make them do cute little things. And at the end of the day, when you're done taking your pictures on a run, Professor Oak says, wonderful. Uh, press A to do it. And uh, it gets real creepy on you. And then he grades your photos just like people do in real life on Instagram. Uh, so it really was preparing people for, you know, life after smartphones. Because he would, he if you had a bad picture, he'd be like, Ugh, like maybe don't, maybe don't with that one. And sometimes he'd be like, wonderful. And uh, there's what six levels, seven levels that you can play through in the first game. Two, I think. And was that? No, I just said two because <laughs> it's so <laughs> short. Just kidding. Yeah, I think there are seven. Uh, I mean, it is short. Like each run probably only takes like upwards of like three to five minutes. And you can beat the game in, I think, like, seven or eight runs, all things considered. I think, like, the speedrun record's, like, 20 minutes. That is unbelievable. It's a rail game. It's a rail game. Yeah, speedrunning a rail game. But uh, yes. but it's got 60-some-odd Pokemon from Generation 1. I mean, Pikachu's obviously there. And, <laughs> I mean, it is, it is meant to be a, a nice, relaxing game. And I, I think it was uh, it was really fun. Like, I remember playing it. I never owned it as a kid, but it was definitely a blockbuster game that I would uh, rent every now and again. And it was a nice little change of pace. You just kind of run around, and you're like, oh, cool. Let me rip a couple of pester balls at Meowth and uh, watch it just absolutely get blasted in the face. <laughs> Hashtag tear <And> gas. <laughs> Hashtag corpse photos. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> uh, Tony, what are some of your favorite memories from Pokemon Snap for the 64? Oh, man. This is definitely a, a nostalgic game for me. Um, but not so sad, I guess. So not nostalgic. All right, let's start over. Uh, this is definitely one of those games that I hold real close to my heart um, because I just remember so many specific things about it, like not knowing how to get past the second level and having to call the helpline, like the actual Nintendo helpline, and, and being like eight or nine years old and talking to this girl about like, what do I do, and on a landline phone, she's like, oh, you have to throw the pester, or I think you only had an apple at that point, you have to throw the apple at the electrode, it blows up, spoiler alert, sorry if you haven't got past the second level of Nintendo 64 Pokemon Snap yet, but the game's over 20 years old, you've had your chance, (sighs) Sorry, it's on Virtual Console, it's on the Wii U Virtual Console, it's on the Nintendo Switch Online, (laughs) plus, (laughs) unfortunately, well, if anyone hasn't got there, you throw an apple at the electrode towards the end of tunnel, and uh, it blows up and it opens a new path to uh, I forget to like valley I think or beach or uh, it might be a river. Oh, maybe it is river. I don't know. I think river's the third. Oh, volcano, volcano, volcano's level three. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, it goes. Uh, what is it? Beach. Let, let's name them all. Ready? Beach, tunnel, right, beach, tunnel, volcano, volcano river, river. Oh, maybe it's Cave River Valley? Oh, Cave River Valley Mew? Mew, yeah. 
Rainbow. Rainbow, yeah. Huh. All right. Well, that was but, a fun game. Um. Yeah. Well, I, I had to call the helpline, and I just remember them being so nice about it, and and me. The like, Nintendo helpline. They're they're good people. Yeah. I was really like, wow. That was the first time I ever really did something like that. You know, like called and, and talked to someone about video games. You know, that right. seemed like there's another part of the world because there was no like internet for stuff really back then. It was really. Maybe there was, right. but it was too little. So I was like, "This is really me experiencing talking about a game with someone else that like knows more about it." And it was just so cool, like that interaction and the whole game of of just playing Pokemon in a new kind of way. In in just all the Charmanders throwing all the apples and, and getting like a hundred thousand Charmanders, like while your machine so is actually parked because there's a point where the egg stops you in the volcano level. Right. And you just, need to hit the, the thing with an egg before you can even progress through the level. Exactly. You, have to, you literally have to get an egg to go in hot lava and then like a Moltres flies out and is born or something. But before then you have like a thousand Charmanders just going like, like right in your face and it's so every time cute. you throw an apple like another charmander comes from over the hill and he's like yo we, we eating apples up in here <laughs> apples and again? it's apples again and they come for them they listen they love them apples dude they love them they're always like apple man apple man you know every time i come around the corner they, um they do they, they don't even say charmander they say apple man it's not a bug, too. If you go back and play your game, they will call yeah. you that. Um, like, you think they're just saying Charmander in Japanese or something, but no. It's Apple Man. Yeah, it's it's English. It's just Apple Man. <laughs> or, or woman. They know what kind of... Who's playing it. Um, right. They were very inclusive back then. Yeah, it's weird how, how, you know, advanced that technology was that they knew just based on the fingerprints that it was a, a man or woman playing the game just because they had all the, you know, fingerprints from the entire Earth on on their, you know, N64 that, cartridge. That's actually why Nintendo came out with the Nintendo 64 Switch controller, so you could actually play Pokemon Snap on the Switch because the, the Joy-Cons don't have that fingerprint sensor, but the N64 controllers do. That makes total sense. Yeah, because they're so worried about these Amiibo. Right. Or whatever the hell. They're just like, oh, yeah, put Amiibo in the game cartridge. Put it on your TV. Everything reads Amiibo cards. So uh, the goal of the game, by the way, <laughs> is to, to uh, when you're having your pictures looked at, Professor Oak will assign a score to them based on position size, you know, how, how many Pokemon are in the photo, blah, blah, blah. And the goal is to, to get a high enough score and, you know, kind of explore these levels and interact with them to a way where you'll unlock all of the levels with the ultimate goal being to take a picture of the rare legendary Pokemon Mew, which is effectively the uh, the final boss of the <laughs> game. Uh, there's like a whole scene where you have to throw apples or pester balls at Mew and he has like a little shield and you have to break the shield with the apples or something like that. <laughs> In order to get a picture of them. Am I remembering that correctly? or? Yeah, and it's like invisible or like the bubble makes it so you can't take a clear picture until you right. finally Right, the, the break shield it. is a, it's a photo uh, invisibling <laughs> technology. 
which I uh, there's some people who are still looking for that technology to this day. <laughs> After you I know depending on the day I am. <laughs> When you finally bust that little shield open after throwing like a thousand balls at it, he comes from behind you. He's just I you miss the shot. It's so easy. He's so Mew is in my top five for a reason. He is so cute and so sneaky and just like he's a little troublemaker. He's a trickster. That little guy. I love him. What a trickster! What an absolute innocent, pure trickster. The purest of the pure, for sure. Oh yeah, man. Uh, the only the only thing is it's it is a single player game. Uh, there's no multiplayer thing, so the only way to play multiplayer really would be to like hand off the controller between runs. But there were some pretty fun interactions. You can get the Pokemon to kind of like interact with each other. Pikachu had a bunch. Pikachu could ride several different Pokemon in this game. Uh, you can get Pikachu to to run on the electrode. Uh, you could also get Pikachu to ride on Articuno in the game. What? Yeah. Never did that. Yeah, Pikachu can ride Articuno in the cave. I did uh, not which, know that. Which is kind of wild. That's insane. But, like, you can throw either pester balls or apples at certain Pokemon, and it'll, like, knock them into a pool that makes them evolve. Uh, like, one of the ones that, like, the game basically tells you, like, do it. Do, like, yeet this is uh in the volcano level there's a charmeleon hanging out next to like a giant like pool of lava and when you throw him in the world's largest charizard comes out <laughs> in in that you only actually see maybe half of its body uh it comes out of the lava from the waist up and it still barely fits in frame and it just throws fire at you literally throws fire at you from its mouth it's <laughs> that's an i i didn't make that noise with my mouth that's a sound clip from the game wow that is impressive that you were able to put that in there really quickly yeah i i had a feeling we would get there yeah yeah the charizard moment is such a big one like the i think there's something like the what else is there like the star you the magic carp and the gyarados the star i think there's a dragonite at some point maybe i'm making there's dragonite a, up. there is a dragonite yeah there is, right Yep, there's a Dragonite. It's at like towards the end of the river, yeah, or I'm sorry, yeah, the valley. Yeah. The valley. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, river was more of like a jungle. Uh, valley is also a river. Um, so it was super confusing to me growing up because I'm like, not for nothing, but you're on a river for both of these levels. Why are they not both river, or why couldn't they call river jungle? Because jungle makes a lot of sense too. Ton of sense. But valley was cool. You can throw, like, pester balls into, like, a whirlpool and Dragonite would come out. Yeah, I remember that. Do you remember the secrets? Um, the secret pictures you had to take? So, in every single level, there was a uh, some sort of makeup of inanimate objects that, depending on the angle you looked at them and whatever previous interactions you had performed in the level, uh, would create the image of a Pokemon. And by doing that, you could unlock, uh, I think you need to do that to unlock the rainbow cloud to see Mew, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. You needed all six of them to get to that seventh level. I'm trying to remember. I feel like, I feel like almost all of them are like technically naturally occurring things. Um, except for one of them. One of them is just a bunch of trash in a pile. 
and the <laughs> shadow makes a pincer. And I was like, really, Tunnel? That's that's what we're doing with this one. Well, that, that's like, sec- everything else looks like the Pokemon. <laughs> like, naturally. Remember that second level was hard cave to get it. You had to, like, get the Electabuzzes to smash the machine to get the the light to come on and uh right. make a shadow and take a picture that was like oh man that's wow that's over my head that might have been a, a nintendo hotline call for me actually possible uh, the yeah the pincer thing you know what you know who was really good at this game hmm. uh ronnie i knew you were gonna say that ronnie owned the game ronnie was my uh cousin and next door neighbor still is my cousin uh no longer my next door neighbor though um but he he's a, a big gamer and we used to grow up playing video games all the time and i would come over and we would play this game and he like knew everything like he was like yeah you can get these magnemites together and they turn into magneton you can <laughs> you can freaking you can get a magikarp in the volcano level there's a little pool of water that you can yeet a, an apple into and I was just like, damn, dude, like, how do you know this stuff? <laughs> and he's like, I'm the Ronster. Like, I I know. Dude, quick story I- about Ronnie and, and how much he was a gamer. I remember when we were real young, we yeah. would go to, like, CCD, I think it was called. Yeah, CCD yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. It was like that Saturday morning learn about God thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and him and I were in class, and he would sit. We would both sit all the way in the back, and I would sit there and listen. I, I didn't cause any trouble or anything. I didn't want to Yo, be disrespectful. Please, I can I guess where this is going? <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> Yo, Ronnie straight up brought Game Boy and played Pokemon during CCD, didn't he? He covered it with the Bible study <laughs> book, bro. <laughs> Yo, that's so good. That is so on brand, too. She, if, if that teacher looked in the back, she'd be like, that kid is sitting there real focused on on, on that book. And literally, did any of them know, he was just playing Game Boy back there. The whole class never got caught once. This is now, take into account, this is before the era of smartphones. So, like, people being aware of, like, people looking down um, into, like, a book or something. Like, people didn't do that. No, there were really only books to look at. If, if right, so them out if for, someone was looking like, down at a book, you wouldn't even think they were doing anything else other than looking at a book or, or really praying to God. Or reading, like, a comic book behind that book. Hey, what are you really reading? Right, right. Spider-Man and Genesis. <laughs> Except Spider-Man uh, was on the Genesis, so... He was on the Genesis, so, you know, checkmate, God. <laughs> Uh, god's just like these peasants man god's like this is why you're paying 30 dollars to play my (laughs) book on the switch (laughs) miyamoto and god just like fist bump (laughs) they struck some sort of deal because i mean 30 dollars god that's a little little pricey you know what i'm saying I've been this is a about... Pokemon Snap episode. Yeah, I mean that was what sixty bucks when it came out. It was, I think they were fifty dollars. The N sixty four games. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, fifty. I'm sorry. I'm but still, fifty dollars is that's not something to sneeze at. Like that's 
that's like a birthday uh, like that's like what you got for your birthday yeah like yeah. was a nintendo 64 game or christmas was a nintendo 64 game like that was like your gift uh so the the one gripe i have with pokemon snap is that it is an extremely short game you can probably beat the whole game in less than an hour like even if you've never played the game before you're probably <laughs> looking at about an hour and change which is i mean it's fine it's an older game than nintendo 64 it, it's not like the nowadays type games where you're expected to have at least you know 90 minutes of gameplay <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah so like i don't know uh, getting that for your birthday seems like a loss when it's like you could have gotten pokemon stadium too Oh, wow, what a vast difference in games. But I I still absolutely love Pokemon Snap, and I love what they yeah. tried to do with it. Even so much as making the, the cards in the Blockbuster whole thing where the Blockbuster got machines. Oh, yeah! Remember you that? Could, you could bring... So, you could bring... Was it your memory card? Or... Um, they, it was they, something... They gave you, like... I don't remember. There were, like, five cards. Like Or do you starters. bring your... Do you bring your copy? So you were able to print out your pictures at, at Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Did you have to bring your copy of the game, or did you bring like your controller pack? Though, like I don't remember. I never did that. I don't remember, but, like, but I know there were cards you would get, like physical. They yeah. Looked like, a, like a like a credit card, but it was just like a Charmander. Oh, all the Kanto starters, Pikachu and Jigglypuff, I think. And now I yep. have to get those. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a quick look real quick and, and see oh how expensive gosh. these are. Want to take a guess? Um, I'm going to say $15. Each? For the bundle. Oh, my God. The how bundle, much? The bundle from Canada is the cheapest one on eBay is $35. Wow. I okay. Think, I think that's a damn steal, to tell you the truth. I thought these would have been real expensive there are four available wow like oh oh i know i'm, I'm saving up guys tony's Friday. literally buying something on the podcast right now dude these are so sick they have little chips on the back it looks like a they literally have chips like you remember your debit card your credit card that you would swipe and now it's like please insert the chip they have the chips bro on the back this is wow Oh my god, I have to get these. These are get so em. nostalgic and sick. I don't got $35. What do you how much do you think we make off this podcast? Psh, I I haven't made a penny yet, but nothing. But we're here for the people, you know. Holding our heads high, something something's coming, right? You know what? You know what something did come 20 years later on the Nintendo Switch. New Pokémon Snap King Segway released in April of 2021 that's this year you know it that's what people needed people were like you know what we need a new pokemon snap people were pounding the table for a new pokemon snap for a while actually um but now you know eight generations later (laughs) pokemon outsources a game to bandai namco and they come out with a sequel to pokemon snap which all things considered is about as honest and true a sequel you could ask for most of the mechanics remain largely unchanged um there are some 
more creative interactions where you have to like interact with specific Pokemon multiple times throughout a course uh, for a specific photo to happen. And Pokemon now have like four different poses that you can get photos of. So it increases replayability a little bit and unlocking levels is based on combined score. So you have to get a, a total combined score of a certain number in order to unlock the next area sometimes. Um, but it has Pokemon through Generation 8. I mean, in the first level, you literally have Grookey and Scorebunny hanging out with a Pichu. So, I mean, they, they really have a lot of a lot of Pokemon here. I, I'm trying to think how many Pokemon. Uh, according to this, there are 234 different Pokemon in Pokemon Snap uh, for the Switch, as opposed to 63 for the N64. So... There is a little bit more, and uh, the thing that they took from the N64 as well was uh, boss encounters. So they took the Mew idea, and they really kind of stretched it out, and now with each area, uh, which has multiple variations, you can visit each area at like different times of day and stuff. Um, at the end, there is a, a boss Pokemon that you can uh, encounter, and it's... It lights up weird, and it's usually like a a final evolution of a cool Pokemon. Um, they did replace apples with fluff fruit, <laughs> and it's a fruit that is technically so light that even if you yeet it at a Pokemon, it won't hurt them. And they got rid of pester balls, and they replaced them with Illumina orbs, <laughs> which are also weightless orbs that when you yeet them at a Pokemon... It doesn't hurt them, and it just makes them glow and can make them do different actions. But on, you know, on face value, it is essentially like a perfect sequel. Yeah, agreed. You nailed it. Um, and, and the cool thing is the game was like a perfect sequel when it first came out. And in August, they dropped like three extra levels with 20 new Pokemon as DLC. So it was like really like huh pretty nice that is very nice of them to do yeah i don't really uh i did beat the story for this one and i thought the ending was a little weird they're they're turned into like some like weird chosen one <laughs> shenanigans in the storyline which i thought uh kind of lost me a little bit they were like wow pokemon come to you because basically you're the chosen one and i'm like Ah, uh, aren't can I we always? Stop? Can't we? Can we stop with these chosen one narratives? Like I. <laughs> uh, all right, not for nothing, video game makers, but can I just be a guy? <laughs> like, we why do I gotta be? To be the chosen. I don't want to be the guy. I just want to be a guy. But back in the day, we used to always want to be the guy, and then we became the guy so many times that now we just want to be a guy again. It's like, why Why do I love playing as Luigi in Mario Party? I don't want to be the guy. <laughs> like, when I'm playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I'm always Rodney Mullen. I'm never Tony Hawk. I'm not trying to be the guy. <laughs> Ridiculous. Or maybe I just have low self-esteem. I don't know. <laughs> um. But, Tony, do you have any other thoughts on uh, Pokemon Snap, new or old? Um, nothing for old. I think we covered all that. But I will say for new, my experience yeah. was this. 
I think you're right. I think it is close to a, a true sequel as you could have, and I think with the uh, the adjustments and the the way they made the camera, um, just using. I don't know. I think you could use both the sticks, right, to kind of move it around a certain way. You but can the... use both sticks, or you could use gyro, gyro, which is one change. You can use uh, the gyro motion controls to take photos uh, as well. Oh, I, like that, which I don't use, but I still love that you can do that. I love the way. I love the game. I I, I have to admit it. I love the way it's put together and how right easily accessible or you know like how um user-friendly it is and it is very well done it's as good as it can be for the most part but with all that being said i beat the first boss and i haven't played it since it it it's just this isn't a big deal but it's definitely a backlog game where it's like you, you know, like, because, you know, you got Mario Party Superstars out right now. You got the new Animal Crossing DLC out right now. So there's, there's other things. And, like, you got Pokemon, you know, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl coming out in two weeks. So it's now's not a great time to get into it if you're trying to get into a new game. Uh, I will say this game does offer a lot more gameplay than the original. Like, a lot. Easily. Easily. Uh, it took me about seven hours to beat the main campaign. And there are tons of, like, different poses and scores. And there even have missions that you can uh, try to get Pokemon into specific poses. Uh, So there's definitely 20-plus hours of gameplay in there for sure. But I would probably wait for a price drop, personally. Like, $60 is a little steep for this game. And it's not like a, you gotta play it right now. It is an ultimate Pokemon (laughs) experience. It's very good. It's very cute. And it is, you know, very, like, low pressure because of that. It is, uh, it can get a little stale sometimes. You know, honestly, it, this game kind of stresses me out. <laughs> it, it, I low... gotta get the perfect photo or else. Well, it's, it's that, and it's also, like, uh, this is my bad mentality of not knowing how to play, like, collectathons kind of and this is maybe in that category of kind of being a collectathon except with different things being like pictures and poses and whatnot but like i find the game a little overwhelming and i think i need to take my new collectathon game approach of just like going through the game as fast as i can just to be like i beat it that was fun i enjoyed it because when they start throwing all the replayability at you and like up daytime nighttime different things like there's so much going on in the first level that like all right i didn't even know you can get Pikachu to fly on Articuno in the original Pokemon Snap, you know? And, like, in this game, right. there are... It's... You're on the rails, you know? So you don't control how long you want to study something. If you want to study it, you have to play the level again. And you have to do it, right. like, a right way. And, like, there's so much happening. And now there's night versus day. And it's so much. And when you're done, when you're done taking the pictures, you could literally, like, edit them, like full-on crazy like instagram style like all these different yeah. effects you could put on it and then upload it and can show the world and i'm just like this is this is a lot like i like when a game is just a to z here you are here's everything you could do and it's like 
don't there there go is back. a lot more depth yeah don't turn back just like you know what you're doing now go get it but now it's like oh man i did i miss this oh wait a minute i was looking at this trying to get this but i didn't get the right picture and i missed something on the other side so i don't want to play the first level of a game 10 times you know what i mean like that right and I, and, and, and honestly i don't have to i i i got enough pictures i got the first boss i beat it i can go to the second level and i think i might even play it tonight with this new mentality because i do want to play the game i am enjoying it for what it is i think it's a really aesthetically pleasing game i thought they did a very good job with it but with just it's there's so much in it actually for like they, they couldn't have made it better except if they made the actual human character designs not look like absolute shit because i think those are yeah they look terrible 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 infinite the pokemon the pokemon literally look the best they've ever looked ever yes the pokemon look there's never been a game where the pokemon look better pokemon have all unique animations and uh the way they do stuff is really really interesting however the people look terrifying and very plastic almost it's so off-putting to look at them i hate that they it's the worst they've ever looked in any pokemon game like they should have kept them like anime style and you never saw them yeah 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 that that was one actual gripe i had about the game but aside from that i think there is so much content so much replayability and so much content in things that you're able to do within a photo taking game i mean they really right you know not just take a photo and that's it now you can get so many poses four different poses of a pokemon and, and you still want to center it you still want the or not the position the size to be good you want you know maybe there's another pokemon in the background all that stuff plus the post picture taking right. editing like this is a, a really, really well done game, and I want to play it the way that I will enjoy it, and I think other people could play it like that too, but I, I have sure. to say it is a good game. Very, very solid remake, and I mean, 20 years is a long time, but that's I'm happy they made it, you know? Absolutely. You know, tip of the, tip of the hat to, to Bandai Namco for putting together a solid sequel. Yeah, I'll tip my hat to them. And... I think on that note, why don't we talk about a little tip of the hat, since we're tipping the hat to to Bandai Namco already. I'd like to tip the hat to Niantic for uh, coming out with a a new game, a new mobile game. I would call it a spiritual follow-up to Pokemon Go. Uh, Pikmin Bloom, where you raise Pikmin and the whole game's central gameplay is focused around uh step taking and exploring like your neighborhood definitely like took what pokemon go does with like traveling distance and you know going to pokestops and stuff and kind of really centers it more towards like it's almost like a health app because it's like it's basically a step counter app with like mini games to play it's kind of fun so tip of the hat to them that's cute yeah highly recommend it Tip of the hat uh, for my eight dollars back, Niantic. Hell yeah! Just kidding, I'll Tony. You got a tip of the hat this week? Oh yeah! Big tip of the hat to the good people who listen, and uh, I guess it's R and D, maybe right? Or uh, a tip of the hat to the people that work on Mario Golf, and uh, for the online, they took away the special shots and they took away 
um, not having a time limit so they added a time limit rather so now you can't there's really no reason to wait because you don't have to worry about someone using a special shot to destroy your ball placement and uh, send you a mile away so then you can't just sit there forever and, and do something else so they so really, you're saying online competitive is playable it certainly is. Although the ranking, I mean, you could still just go par and get points. It's all about participation. It's not really about score. Score just increases, you know, how fast you get there. But you can still get there, I'm pretty sure, just by playing, um, you know, all minus one rounds, you know, or even rounds. Right. But, uh, but, yeah, but aside from that, I think the experience is as good as it can be. And I, I really, really wanted to play this game I was looking forward to because I played Mario Golf my whole life, basically, especially the 64 one, and uh, yeah, I was very excited to play this, and then when it came out and that was the online, it was a little, you know, saddening, but they fixed it, and I'm really having a lot of fun with it. And and literally, all you have to do to like stay on top of it is just invest like two hours a month to uh, unlock all the new characters, because each month, there's a new uh, character costume that's revealed to to be unlocked basically and this month was koopa troopas right mm-hmm. and so so far it's been multicolored yoshis multicolored toads multicolored koopa troopas and a visor for boo <laughs> and like as time goes on boo looks like such like a sore thumb and weird choice <laughs> <laughs> ironically boo is my main but uh. i do love boo I I want to I want to also real quick. It's yeah it's yeah. Your, it's your turn for a tip. But while we're still on the Mario Golf thing, let me. Let, I didn't realize this, but let me give you a little tip, a little yeah. shyster for uh, for not even planning this, but you really took my idea unintentionally, and that was when the the new monthly rewards resets the the ladder resets as well, and I wanted to see hey. Not a ton of people probably play this game, like, consistently. And, uh, well, if they really care, they're probably playing right at the beginning of when the season starts and they try to get high up on the ladder. That's the best time to try to get up on the ladder because, you know, you're the first one to to play. So I was like, I wonder how high in the world has my world ranking I could get if I start right on November 1st. And I played for, like, an hour and a half. I got to the top 500. I was like, this is crazy. Then I had something to do. The next day I had something to do. Now it's like four days later. It's too late. It's not going to happen. Even though I'm still going to play and and see what I could do. You got to get a jump on it. And I got to that top 500. I was like, I'm happy with this. I want to get like top 100 or even like top 10 or something crazy like that. And then I told Bill about that. You know what he says? He goes, yeah, I was playing on a... Halloween, October 31st, because Japan's time is ahead of us, <laughs> and uh, the, the the season started then, and I got top 200 in the world, and I didn't even realize that uh, that he cared about Mario Golf like that, and here I am <laughs> outdone by my the, partner. The crazy thing is, I actually don't care that much about it, but one of my friends was like, hey, uh, the new Mario Kart, or Mario Golf uh, characters came out, and I literally wasn't doing anything on Halloween. So, because <laughs> I'm a cool guy, and Halloween was on a Saturday, and cool guys hang out at home on Saturday nights, obviously. So, obviously. 
so I was like, well, shit, it's 7 p.m. on a Saturday. I got to play some Mario Golf. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry to drop that hard F, but... <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that in post. I really like, feel guilty about it almost. <laughs> but it, it's it's so good because it is Mario Golf. Like if it was any other game, it'd be like you know what I mean. But like to say that it about is Mario it is a Golf. game that literally doesn't matter. <laughs> With the least competitive online imaginable. <laughs> oh, if it's edited out, we're not top moment of this show so far (laughs) (laughs) oh man tip of the hat the tip of the hat to that moment oh yeah that was amazing a whack of the finger though to niantic um they just announced this week that they're shutting down uh their harry potter game no (laughs) yeah I don't know what the t- I didn't see what the timeline was, but yeah, they're shutting down Harry Potter uh go or whatever it is. <laughs> was that a genuine no or was that like No, it wasn't genuine. I don't know. I Sorry. Was it- that was me. No, well, uh, come on, you know me enough by now. No, I'm not well, playing I, Harry Potter listen, go. Listen, maybe, maybe somebody important in your life played Harry Potter go. I don't know. Have I ever shown that much conviction about anything to, to about mario golf okay you're right i really, <laughs> and, I really and yoshi i all right all right you, you you got me you got me slow down <laughs> <laughs> um well sorry Night. about my my treachery and in, in no it wasn't okay. it, it was just it was just your boy being good good actor I just can't get a read on Niantic. They're shutting down Harry Potter. They're literally starting a brand new game in Pikmin Bloom. I think they may just be thinking, all right, we got the Nintendo people. Pikmin is a Nintendo game. It sounds like Pokemon. We'll we'll grab a couple gooses. <laughs> you know, I went on, I think it was Niantic's Instagram. In their yeah. first game, it was like, yeah, maker of like this game, also like Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go wasn't the first thing listed on their Instagram, and I was like, you guys have some cojones to to put that on there. Like, no one has any idea who you are except for your attachment to Pokemon Go and the fact that you created like the entire game. If it wasn't for that, like. You would, you guys would probably be nothing. No offense, no offense. Smart uh, people put it together. They, they really opened well. up, they they opened up with that game Ingress, which is like a it was like a geocaching website kind of thing. Okay. App and it they basically used the Ingress map to design Pokemon Go, so it like everything runs basically on the Ingress engine. I so I'm I'm guessing that's the game they said first. Probably. Probably, but that's not anything I've ever heard of before. Ingress. That's fair. So, not to take it away, there's many successful things that I don't know about, but gaming-wise, and I don't know, they made a genius move pairing up with Pokemon Company, making Pokemon Go, and using Ingress. But if it wasn't for that, like, oh, I, I mean, po- without Pokemon Go, Ingress probably would have been shut down by now. You think so? I still, I still to this day have never heard of a, a single human being who's like. Uh, do you play Ingress? 
All right, then like, I don't no. feel stupid for saying that. All right, then no. I don't feel that dumb. No, Dang. no. I I just when when Pokemon Go first came out, like I was like a day one adopter of Pokemon Go, and mm. so like I did like a lot of research on Niantic at the time. Uh-huh, so that's that's, interesting. that's why I am familiar with their uh, history <laughs> or herstory. Don't want to nah. step on any toes, but uh, but yeah. So um, but otherwise, yeah. Like nobody's played Ingress, and apparently <laughs> nobody's played Harry Potter either. That's that's sad. I mean, it not for like you'd think you'd be like pandering to the same age group of people with uh, Pokemon Go as Harry Potter, but this is just proof, definitive proof that Pokemon is better than Harry Potter. Don't at me. I think Pokemon is like the best-selling franchise of all time. I read recently higher than anything else. Yeah, that sounds about right. It really is like I think the only thing that it might be outclassed by is like Disney. That's the one thing that came to my head and I'm pretty sure it was higher on the list than Disney. Wow. That's that wild me to me. So happy. I'm not a Disney yeah. fan at all. Yeah, me neither. Like I did watch that one movie growing up, but we don't talk about it. I watched a couple, but I uh I'll have to do a fact check. Next week, I'll let you guys know if, if right. Pokemon's higher than... That's the weekly promise that uh, I will definitely remember for next week's episode. Is Pokemon a higher-selling franchise than Disney? If only I had access to a computer to look that up in a Pokemon <sighs> Snap blockbuster cards. Someday. 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 Uh, any other tips or wags from your tone? Um... I got a bunch of tips. Oh, 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 oh here's one. I got a wag. I got a wag. Not, ooh, ooh. not a Games of Our Lives episode without a wag from me. Thank you <laughs> very much. <laughs> I was um, getting nervous. Yeah, no, come on. I went on the GameStop. You know that the GameStop website, the, the yeah. store? I went on their site, and they are selling GameStop merchandise and they are charging an arm and a leg for these booty ass clothes that just say GameStop on them. Most of them. I mean, I'm talking like you go on vacation, you go to, you know, the the state store and you see overpriced hoodies. I'm talking like seventy dollar like GameStop hoodie, like forty dollar pair of, of sweatpants, dude sweatpants $40 they have the GameStop <laughs> logo just written on the side all this stuff is $70 like, for a GameStop unisex button-up short sleeve shirt it's right there it's that's literally, look keep reading that's terrifying like actually hoodie. $40 for a hoodie is not a bad price 40 for a hoodie isn't bad but i thought it was like 70 uh no it's for like just like the GameStop logo, forty dollars. So I'm like, that's all right. But also, forty five dollars for a pair of shorts. The 40, shorts are more than a hoodie. Forty five dollars for a pair of small shorts. Forty dollars for a GameStop logo hooded sweatshirt. Yo, wag my finger. Maybe shake my fist. <laughs> like I'm, I'm tilted on this one. 
Yeah, that's... I had a feeling you would be there. I just saw that yesterday. And, and you know what? I don't care whatever time's worth and how much people are willing to spend on clothes, but $40 is not cheap for a hoodie. No. I mean, I understand that's how much a good hoodie probably costs, unfortunately, these days. Right. But, like, for a, a Gildan, like unisex one logo hoodie that it probably is like forty dollars come on gamestop like you're, you're a company that everyone is predicting to fail within the next 10 years if everything goes digital and now you're trying to not only like rebrand yourselves but try to like steal everyone's money and like if it was like five dollar pair of shorts ten dollar t-shirt it's like oh, all right, right gamestop they're cool like that's how you advertise you advertise when you go to I don't know, like a, a store, and they sell a hat or a t-shirt, and you're like, oh, I like the store, I'll, I'll help them out, and like, and it's free advertisement for them, but now you want us to advertise for you and pay you $70 for a button-down shirt? That is... Absolutely cool. ridiculous. That is a huge, huge no-no for me. Man, GameStop just took a, a small hit in my book. Yeah, you're you're not wrong there. Jeez. Uh, that's so I were partners. Damn. damn, wag of the finger. Uh I'm all out of tips and wags. How about you, Tony? I got some wags for uh what we've been playing, if you feel Ooh. like talking about that. Well what is do you wanna make this week's what we've what have we been playing just a one game early review? Do you wanna just go ham on one game right now? I would love that. All right, the game we've been playing this week is Mario Party Superstars. It, it is a, let's be real, it's a freaking great game. It Amazing is, game. Amazing game. Like, man, th- come on. Nintendo didn't have, to, so they did have to go this hard because their their last uh, foray into uh, Mario Party was a disaster. Super <laughs> Mario Party was a bad game compared to this. I don't think it was a bad game on on tilt, but I think uh, compared to to this one, it's trash. Mario Party Superstars is a basically a best of compilation for the Switch with all updated graphics. Uh, includes boards from the first three games, mini games from the first ten games, and uh, a smaller than I expected character roster. That's fair, but. But they're keeping it simple. They're keeping it basic. Uh, you literally start the game, and it's the Mario Party 1 uh, menu, which is that hit like a, a ton of nostalgia bricks. Mm. And, I mean, gotta love that. But the game's great. The game The game has been awesome. Tony, go off. Well, look, well, let me just say that... I agree that this game blows Super Mario Party out of the water, but I want to asterisk that because I love the minigames in Super Mario Party for the most part. Great job with the Joy-Cons, great job with the minigames. And uh, I also want to say that no matter what, at the end of the day, Mario Party is Mario Party. So the same way... I could play a game of Super Mario Party and be like, wow, this is horrendous. It's all about 
getting lucky and just getting ally spaces and, and that's then you get you travel the most spaces and you get a bonus star and you have the most allies you get a bonus star it's just like it's trash but Mario Party is always dice rolling and luck in in I think the way I play Mario Party and I've teetered with this in the past and now I am very very set on it it's all about winning the minigame star to me that's the game. That's how I want to look at Mario Party. And with all that being said, I want to say that Mario Party Superstars is... I, I, I literally wrote a list of all the, the, the good things that they did. Now, not only is it maps 1 through 3 and games 1 through 10, I think you said. I thought it was 1 yep. through 8, but 1 through 10 even better. Um, they're it's, all... it's like six, 60% of them are from 1, 2, and 3, and then mm. like the 40% are from like the back 9 and, and those back 40 per- Those 40% are so good, too. They, they picked really good games, I want to say, Agreed. for the most part. Probably 90, 95% games that they picked were good. And just to... We always talk about, especially because we grew up with them and we know how good they they are. Right. One, two, and three are Mario Party three is my favorite. The N sixty four ones are are by far better than any other ones. They've never even come close. And normally, I'm not a big fan of remakes, but to remake a game like this, where you're adding content from different games where it's multiple games in one not only did they do that so beautifully with the 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 maps and the games but then they they also here's the list ready they you can skip the game selection screen if you already know how to play you don't need the explanation you could just turn that off or if you don't turn it off it's just like super mario party where you can where you can practice the game in the explanation screen which is so so well done you so well change, done you could change the computer speed while they're playing to fast so you don't have to watch the computer hop around the board you can just breeze through it real quick and yep. you could change the the, the bonus stars at the end to get the classic N64 minigame coin and happening star, which are, I mean, besides the happening star, it's really the minigame and the coin star are pretty skillful, I want to say. It's definitely the, the minigame star, and it is just the truest for, at the end of the day, it's still Mario Party. Let me say that, and there is still a ton of luck involved, and if you're playing it to win, there's a good chance, even if you're the best player in the room, you could lose, but... With all that being said, it is such a good everything that you want in this kind of game. Like it's such a good idea and such perfect execution. And they even fixed—not fixed—but there were games that were so hard back in the day, or like so hard for the the one player, maybe in like a one v three in like that title wave toss or title toss, I think it's called. And uh, they they made it. They just, like, changed games not too much to be like, oh, this game isn't the same, but they balanced them. They even took it so far as to balance the games that were a bit unbalanced. I they love did. this game. I they, love this game. The there, I don't think there's a 1v3 game that really stands out as, like, a, a 1 has the, the strict advantage. Um, I still think maybe Archer Rivals probably leans more towards the 1, but... I would say, I would say, yeah, like they did a phenomenal job uh, doing that. Plus, I think they got rid of draws to an extent. Uh, whereas, if you finish in the top two, and it's like a two-way draw, 
uh, they'll call it a double win instead of a draw, which is is kind of nice. I like it. I like everything. Like, especially like bumper balls. How many stalemates and bumper balls have you been in? I played it once and I got knocked out second to last. I mean, I'm talking in the old games. Oh, it was always a stalemate. Always. Almost always a stalemate, and they got rid of the they got rid of the draws. I will say the computers are sneaky good though when it comes yeah. to board things. <laughs> um, in chance time, they will even on lower difficulties absolutely murder you. <laughs> I was playing Peach's Birthday Cake, uh, mistake number one. Uh, in my opinion, it is the worst board in the game. It is. It is. If you want to play a chaos version of Mario Party, Peach's Birthday Cake is the way to go, because every dice roll could send you off in a terrible, terrible fate. <laughs> you got you got piranha plants ready to chomp your butt. You got a one in four chance or worse to go see Bowser. Yeah, there's just something around every corner that's going to just yeet you and defeat you. So, <laughs> and I, I'm not even joking. There was a, it was a three-turn window where all, I was playing myself versus three normal computers. It was the first time I played the game. I was like, let's get back into this. Let me do Peach's birthday cake like the OG. Let's go. Three turns, back-to-back-to-back turns. Uh, all three computers drew a Bowser, and all three computers rolled chance time wow. all three computers stole not, uh 30 coins from me i'm wow. like there is no chance involved here i was like oh my gosh yeah that's frustrating so i had to run it back on spaceland and then win uh seven stars to to like two <laughs> i i had to play a skill map i had to i had to do it yeah i mean Dead Spaceland is definitely way better than Peach's Birthday Cake, and I noticed that I was playing online yesterday, and at the beginning of the game, people were not planting seeds. And I'm like, they weren't I was like, what? I don't even remember what these do, but I'm going to do it. And then I was like, oh, 5 and 30, that must be... I saw the piranha plant steal coins, steal a star. And right. then at the end of the game, it's like, do you want to use your triple dice block because if you go 16 spaces you might land on a star one or if you don't use it and you just hit like a five on one die block then you might lose something too so it's like right it is a it is a landmine mayhem level yeah it's definitely like the epitome of of dice rolling mario party in and let me say this, I was like, I don't care about all that garbage, I just want to destroy people in mini games and see how good the rest of the world is at some of these games, and let me tell you, they're pretty damn good. They are good. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Big fish in a small pond. Amen to that. Amen to that. Uh, by the way, for those listening, uh, Tony and I have still not played the game together, but hopefully that is something that gets rectified possibly this weekend? I'm hoping so. So we'll keep you updated uh, next week, and uh, we'll let you know who the victor was. It's going to be our friend Tyler. <laughs> Neither one Dude, of us going are going to win. I'm going Tyler's... for blood. It's probably going to be Tyler, but I'm it's going to be for Tyler. Blood. I just Watch want, it. we all want that mini game star. It'll be me, you, Tyler, and Ben, and then like Ben will just land on like 16 lucky spaces in a row, 
and win without like even participating in a single mini game. <laughs> so many lucky spaces. <laughs> That's like my one like gripe is that there are just like they replaced thirty percent of the blue spaces straight up with lucky spaces, and I'm like, it seem it seems like a little aggressive on the lucky spaces. Like I don't mind having some, but like you can't go five spaces without seeing a little clover, and you're like, really? Yeah, they're everywhere. They definitely uh, created an imbalance to try to balance out the the you know age skill gap. I think right. Right. But that doesn't mean I'm not gonna you know punch Go a little kid in the face in all the mini games. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you absolutely. Could, you could get seven coins every time on a lucky space, but the second we start, you know, you can actually um you can actually time out the lucky spaces. There's a specific time attached to them. Is there really? Yep. I always thought it was just because my friend came over and played it um, a couple days ago, and it seemed like it always just gives you the worst option, honestly. Nope. It, it, there is a specific timing for them. That's crazy that people already discovered that. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if they'll uh, tweak it so it is like truly random or... Uh, or they'll just leave it, but I mean, it's it's nothing that'll like really change the game. Like, what's the difference between seven coins and ten coins, really? Seven coins are a custom dice block where you could pick Yo, that, <laughs> where you want that go. custom That's dice crazy. block, though. I have Cus- uh, you know custom dice was- block in Spaceland. Give me that bank space all day, baby. Yeah, that's crazy that they implemented items from, like, post N64 games. Because I, yeah. I like it, but I was surprised. I was like, oh, wait a minute, custom. It was a risky like, move, but it, I think it paid off. Yeah, it's just like when everyone has access to all these really, really broken items, does that make it fair? You know, like, if, if the game is so unfair to everybody, it's kind of fair. You know, like, if everyone's I, getting a custom dice block all the I time. I agree to a point. I, I think if you are familiar with how to game certain like scrolling menus that are you know, supposedly randomized um i think that listen this is the tom brady method any little edge you can get <laughs> any little edge you can get we love you tom thanks tom <laughs> sorry sorry tom <laughs> <laughs> to get it in there. <laughs> to get it in there. <laughs> oh, no one will ever know. Never, never. Oh man. Uh I can't wait to play more. I've only played two parties and I've done some like just online mini game shenanigans. I I've tried to do like the survival mode and I just get straight bodied every time. You can play that online? Uh maybe I'm thinking of the other there's like another mode where it's like a 3 star like where you're you're playing with four people in like four player mini games head to head, you win a star if you win the mini game, and it's a best of three. Oh, I haven't tried that yet. I've only played like full parties so far. Yeah, but th- there's a lot. There's a lot going on in the game, so I'm excited to play more of it. Uh, other games that w- I've been playing, uh, we got the new Animal Crossing that dropped, and I've been playing a little uh, little uh, Hades. That's straight. I've been yeah. playing uh, Mario Golf, little Yu-Gi-Oh, and during game night we played Mario Strikers again and had a crazy, crazy best of five. Um, oh, played, nice. Yeah, it's the second time playing it, and the first time my my old roommate and I 
pretty much like destroyed uh, our other two friends. We beat them like four games in a row, and uh, and we're just like, all right, we're good, we're good. You know, next week we'll be all right. And then next week came, and they beat us the first two games, and we're like, what the heck's going on? We came back, we won two games in a row, and then that final game we were up like three nothing in the first two minutes. They brought oh, wow. it back. They brought Woo! it back to like 4-3. We were like, what the hell is going on? And then we ended up winning by like one goal in, in sudden death in game five. It was crazy, crazy wow. game five finish. Um, yeah, that was so much fun. We're excited to play it again. And, and also, I just want to say about Mario Party Superstar, since we're, you know, having so much fun, you yeah. know, hyping it up. I love the little cards that they introduced, too. You have, like, a little profile card where you could pick a little background. You pick your, your favorite game in the Mario Party, uh, you know, TV series. It didn't include Mario Party <laughs> DS, but 1 through 10, you pick your right. favorite four mini games, your favorite character, and then you unlock, I think, some little titles that you can give yourself. Now I'm a level 13 rookie, mind ya. I've disconnected out of, I think, one game, and I've lost two online. And, um, yeah, my timing was off with one where I was like, oh, I actually have to go. I can't finish this, unfortunately. But I think it counts all, even when you play outside of online. Right. But either way, I'm a rookie. I'm getting matched up against level 99s. One's like... 10 streak champion one's like mini game master i'm like oh man mine literally says rookie this is horrible so well you I, could use that title as the old uh rope-a-dope hey once i get to level 99 then it looks a little more like rope a level 99 rookie is a pretty solid uh <laughs> that's pretty solid like that's a flex it's a, it's a little a little kick in the hiney right yeah, I would say so. I do like, though, by the way, just on the cards, uh, when you select your favorite game uh, and favorite mini game, you can look and see like what the general online consensus is. I love that, dude. And uh, obvi- so, like, it was so what I saw and what Tyler saw were different. I was on the phone with him the other day. So I saw that Mario Party Two was the number one game. Huh. And I he think saw I that saw Mario that Party. As well. He saw Mario Party 1, and I was like, that's weird. And then for, like, the mini-games, we were we saw, like, different mini-games at the top. I don't know. That's interesting. That's very interesting. It was, I think when I saw it, it was the, um, the not Hexagon Heat, but, like, the N64, uh, the Mario Party 1 equivalent, uh, um, was the number one, which, like, not for nothing, get out of my head, that's what I picked as my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That and Crazy Cutters, of course. Dude, yeah, cra- I was just thinking Crazy Cutters. There's actually one game that they put on there that I didn't... I don't know if I've ever... If I probably was it Trace it Race? No, it's a racing game, though, when you're... There are three lanes, and you're... You, the, like, you go faster and faster, but there are spikes in the water. Oh, yeah, that one was fun as heck! Right? Yeah, that, I was like... I oh, was having... Is- there's a button to increase your speed... And yeah. you can, like, max out your speed and try to, like, dodge these, like, spikes. I don't know what that one's from. It must be from, like, 8, 9, or 10, but it was a really fun mini game. I thought that. I was like, this is, out of all the games they have here, I'm going to pick this for my top four because this is, that was a lot of fun. That's yeah. a great game. Also, they got rid of the giant heads for uh, the the slot car derby, and I think that was a wrong decision. Agreed. Agreed. Tony, you got any parting words for the people? I think we we hit everything. 
I think we did. Um, got any recommendations before we go besides <sighs> Mario Party Superstars? Recommendations. Uh, recommendations. Uh, I recommend watching iceberg videos on YouTube if you really want to get lost in the sauce on something. Uh, literally hundreds of videos. An iceberg is basically like a topic with a whole bunch of like subtopics, and it's just like a random person narrating a bunch of subtopics about a topic, ranking from most uh, common to most obscure, and they're uh, a good time. I will have to check that out. I really, even after a very clear, full description, have no idea what that is, and now I'm very intrigued, actually, so I'm going to have to Yeah, go check them out. Type in literally any topic you want to hear about and put iceberg after it guaranteed there's like five videos even bullet ants a hundred percent wow okay i'm in i'm in um what about you any recommendations gotta recommend one thing yeah the move the movie gladiator (laughs) 10 out of 10 with russell crowe sure is from like 20 years ago sure is (laughs) didn't see it my girlfriend coming yeah right she's just like you would like this movie and uh we tried to watch it one time and i was like oh the setting is like that kind of stuff really bores me it's off-putting and i was just like yeah i I actually stopped watching it which is something is pretty it's pretty rare for me because i like to be open-minded and watch it all the way through and then uh like a year or two later you know it's last week and she's like i'm telling you i've been telling you this whole time you'd really like it. it's a really good movie we watched it and i was like that is literally one of the best movies I've ever seen. 10 out wow. of 10. All the right twists and turns. Like, just really well done. I won't spoil anything unless I already have somehow. But just what a... Wow. There's one gripe I have with the movie. It's not even worth mentioning. Um, but it, 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 I still think it's a 10 out of 10. And just a, just a great, great movie. That's my recommendation. Never heard of it. <laughs> But I'll, I'll take your word on it, and I'll see if it's on, like, Netflix or something. I think it is. I'll check it out. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of The Games of Our Lives. We were so happy to have you here. We hope you had a wonderful time listening. If you want to support the show, if you follow us on iTunes, please give us a five-star review, as well as leave a nice little comment for us. It's really great for, for search engine optimization. And... Uh, We also upload these episodes to YouTube, so if you want to drop a like and a comment there, you can see us also and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at GamesOfOurPod. You can follow Tony on now on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok at ThePokerRapper. And you can follow me on socials at BillTheFajita. Tony, show them off. Thanks for watching the show. See you guys next week. That's a pretty good episode. That was a great episode. <laughs>